Hello there, my name is Emily. Thanks for listening in. Hopefully you guys are pumped to hear about the Carnegie Library. And if you end up liking me or my podcast, be sure to check out all the rest in the series. But honestly, even if you don't like me and my podcast, you should still go listen to all the others. So I am here in Fort Collins, Colorado, the home of Colorado State University, where most everyone, including me, is either a student at CSU or someone who works at CSU. Now, like most college students, at least the ones who want to pass, I spend a lot, and I mean a lot of time at the library studying or checking out books that I need to read for class. Here in Fort Collins, I actually have a lot of libraries to choose from. I mean, there's at least seven or eight that I can know or think of offhand, but my favorite would have to be the Old Town Library. The Old Town Library currently sits in Library Park, which is also home to the town's first public library, the Carnegie Library. While it is no longer a functioning library, it paved the way for all other libraries in town. And one woman helped pave the way for the library to be built in the first place. Now, travel back with me to Fort Collins in 1902. The town is still rather small, and CSU is just a mere 32 years old. The iconic oval located at the heart of CSU's campus isn't even there. Not to mention, the school isn't even called Colorado State University yet. It's still known as Colorado Agricultural College. The town was extremely conservative back then. How conservative? One may ask. Well, to put it in perspective, there were quite a few churches and women were known as Mrs. and then their husband's last name. Women like Mrs. Donald A. McLean fall into this category. Unfortunately, her name is unknown and she is only referred to as Mrs. Donald A. McLean, unless of course her first name is Donald, in which case I feel pretty bad for her. Regardless of her name though, if it wasn't for her, there may have never been a library in Fort Collins. Way back in 1902, there were no libraries in the city of Fort Collins, but there was a library council, which Mrs. McLean was a part of. The council talked and talked about building a library, but that is all they did as they didn't have any money to build the library. Here is where Mrs. McLean comes in to the rescue. Mrs. McLean wrote a letter to one Andrew Carnegie, a well-known philanthropist who helped build other libraries all around the country. She wrote to him and asked if he would be willing to donate any money. Carnegie agreed to donate the money because he liked Fort Collins for how conservative it was back then. Thanks to Mrs. McLean and Mr. Carnegie, the library was finally built in 1904. The library remained quite successful over time. In fact, it was so successful that the town had to build an addition to the building, which increased the capacity for books twice over. But of course, the library outgrew itself once more and a new library was constructed. In 1976, all the books from the Carnegie Library were moved over to what is now called the Old Town Public Library. The building became empty, but the architecture was too beautiful to waste. The building became home to the Pioneer Museum in 1977 until 2012 when the museum was moved. The building now houses the Carnegie Center for Creativity. But of course, for some people, like Barbara Fleming, the building will always be the library that they grew up with. Barbara Fleming is a successful author who wrote books such as Journeying and Legendary Locals of Fort Collins, and of course she is a Fort Collins native. When Barbara was young, she had many surgeries that caused her to be in bed often. She taught herself to read when she was four and books became a big part of her life. When you spend most of the time in bed, you're bound to run out of books eventually. Thankfully for Barbara though, there is a library in town, the Carnegie Library, 
that was filled with thousands and thousands of books, but she had to wait until she was 12 to get a library card. So she waited and waited, and finally, when she was 12, she was able to get that card. With it being full of so many different and wonderful books, Fleming spent many hours getting lost in the books, and the library was one of her favorite places to go. The library was a place to fill her imagination as a child, and now as an adult, she is a successful author, with her books now being in libraries. Both Fleming and McLean were strong and important women when it came to the Carnegie Library, and the library was important to them. These two women show that a world with them is the world with libraries, and a world with libraries is one that I want to keep living in. Thanks again for listening in. Hopefully you learned something you didn't know before. Remember, if you liked this podcast, go and listen to all the other wonderful ones in this series.